and I thought, oh, I can do it live because what's the worst thing that happens? Wait, I sing off key? Done that already. Forget words? Done that already. <laughs> Talk too much? Wait, done that already. So there's really nothing that can happen that I haven't already faced and lived through. Okay, very exciting. It is February. We are here at the Write Songs You Love podcast. And I'm thrilled today. I've been secretly wanting to have Dana Halley on ever since the inception of, of this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> much to her chagrin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for lots of reasons we're going to get into, uh, but first just wanted to welcome, welcome Dana. It's great to have you here. Oh, it's wonderful to be here. <laughs> so... You're, uh, well, maybe we'll start off with this is because uh, this coming Monday, you're coming up to a significant date and we'd love to yeah, have you share what, what's, what's going to happen. Well, on Monday, it is the 100th episode of something I call Music Monday, which is just a chance to share out songs that I'm working on or that I've created and released. And it is just... I can't believe I made it to the 100th episode, but it also was consecutive, except for one episode I missed. I think I was really sick. And then one time I did it on a Tuesday morning because I just was not somewhere I could get to a computer or my phone. So um, it's been exciting to try and make that commitment to show up every week for myself. And it started as something for myself, but then it turned out to be something of a community building event. And so it's been fun to watch it unfold yeah so i guess this is coming up almost on two years yeah. yes so this is kind of fun it would have been i guess yeah that would have been 2020 uh on my birthday that year i put out, i did something different i decided to put out a, a call to action in a way i think just whenever birthdays come around on facebook it's always cool to connect with everybody but oftentimes it's it's kind of like the reminder chucks you. It's like, hey, it's this person's birthday. And every, everyone's like, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. So anyway, I was in a way trying to avoid that. <laughs> and I was trying to say like, oh, maybe, you know, if, if people are going to get notified, maybe this would be a fun opportunity to try something out. And one thing I love hearing about is when when people try something new or they try something out of their comfort zone or they just kind of take take a jump in some kind of a direction that they want to. And that's what I wrote on the pod, on the uh, on my wall, as I just said, yeah. If there's something that you could do today that would be outside your comfort zone, then just do it and tell me about it at the end of the day. And I think that, that was just something I would have loved to read at the end of the day as like a birthday thing. And and yeah, you're you're like the bright shining star of that still because <laughs> that's that you you kind of that's what prompted this, right? You started this off, and you've kept doing it every every single week, like you said, except the one week. Uh, for almost two years now. Yeah, and when you posted that, it was funny because I had been into the songwriting and actually released quite a few songs up to that point, but I had never, ever sang online for anybody. I mean, I had sang for family and friends, but I had never sang, and I, I just saw that, and I had just met you within, you know, pretty recently, but we'd had some interactions, and I thought, is this, is this it? Cause that, I was really frightened to do it. And so I thought, I'm just going to bite the bullet. You know, what's the worst thing that can happen. Right. And so 
it is, it is one of the greatest moments for me because it resulted in this love I have now of sharing my songs with other people and many of whom I don't know or I'm never going to get to meet. But it, I feel such joy in doing it. And I also am still very petrified every time I do it. But if you hadn't put that out there, I, would I ever have gone on and done it? I, I don't know. It's just, you know, you get a challenge and sometimes you think, okay, I'm going to take it. And, and then it, I will say it did get easier over time, but it's still, it's still frightening to me. Um, so yeah, I'm, I will be forever grateful for you putting that dare out there and, um, and, and proud of myself for going ahead and trying it. Oh yeah. I'm sure my voice was like quivering and, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> well, it was kind of neat. Well, so yeah, it's just, just to recap, you, you were, you started doing that. Did you, did you, I'm trying to remember, did you say that you wanted to do that every single week or does that something you just did the one time and you're like, I'm going to keep doing this. Okay, so funny you ask that. I actually went through and cataloged all my music Mondays, and I didn't listen to them all. But the first time, I had no idea it was going to become a repeated thing. Hmm. It wasn't. I just was doing it for your birthday. Right. And I think the following week, I wasn't even calling it an episode yet. I right. was just, well, I did it last week. Maybe I'm going to try and do it again. And you might have. I, I wouldn't put it past you to have said something encouraging to me that gave me that idea, you know, how you plant those seeds in our heads and you can't get rid of them. I'll have to go investigate, but I'm pretty sure it took a while before I thought it was going to be a weekly thing. Hmm. So, well, yeah. I, I remember fairly distinctly talking with you about, I think you had done it a number of weeks and, and you, Remind me, you said that you, you the one week that you didn't do, you did because you weren't feeling well, or is that you're feeling like you just didn't want to do it? No, no, I think I was super sick. Right. Okay. Okay. But you know, as a result of that, people were asking about you. They're like, "Where the heck's the music Monday?" Right? Like that's that's the week that. that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, people got worried, and I got you know direct messages and some texts and people wondering what was going on. And then it's funny now if I do music Monday too late Pacific time, I get texts and direct messages. Like, did I somehow miss music Monday? And I think the idea, and it doesn't have to be a large group as I've learned, but the idea of some people who look forward to it um, really motivates me to stay accountable to myself and to do it for them, if that makes sense. Because I thought, if I can make someone's day a little brighter, I have one woman who talks to me a lot and, you know, she always says it brightens up her day. And I think, oh, that's such an easy thing I can do to help brighten one person's day. Or I have a friend in the UK who usually watches with her cup of tea in the morning. And so she'll write, you know, it's morning and it's always our evening. And I just love this feeling that I'm putting something out there that a, a dear friend in the UK is waking up to. And I think it motivates me to try and do a better job and to not fail to show up. Mm. Yeah, well, it becomes really motivating. It's neat to watch like every week when you're posting this on Facebook. Just uh, I love just seeing other people's responses usually before I kind of say anything because it's it's particular. Well, even just this last one that you you brought in a challenge, you shared a challenge that you did from the teacup challenge, the Mother's Day one. 
And and there I saw there's someone in there saying that, like I'm sitting here just taking this in and just like crying over this song. You know, you're making me think of this and and I how how special is that? You know, like really need to see the effect it, of that, the impact. Yeah, yeah, it, it touches my heart, and I know that not everyone's comfortable putting their comments on social media. And so originally I did it on my song page, but that's public. So then I moved it and I also do it on my personal page and I get more comments over there. But what's kind of neat, though, those comments mean so much to me. I mean, every single comment because someone took the time to listen and provide feedback. And that is, that's giving back to me for, you know, what I'm putting out there. But the other thing that's a little bit of a neat, unexpected result is when I'm just out in my community, it happens more than you would think, but I'm, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. But it's so strange. I'll be playing tennis or I'll be at the store or somewhere and someone will say, oh, my wife just loves Music Monday or I am a stalker of Music Monday. And I love that because because it's just so cool that it's out there like that. And these are people that I don't even know listen because they don't comment. They don't even necessarily you know like or heart it. So that's kind of that it is a special thing to get comments and to get feedback from people. So cool. Well, that was, a, it was neat. I was uh, chatting with a bunch of people who did the teacup challenge. And one of them comes to mind with this sentiment is uh, her name is Teresa Michelle Moore. And she talked about like, whoa, you know, when I put out a song that I, I don't know if it's, I'm not sure if it's any good or if I'm just not, you know, it is what it is. But then all of a sudden, these people are saying that they love this or this impacted them this way. And she's like, wow, that's, that's encouraging. <laughs> you know, like, that's pretty cool to, to be like, it is landing somewhere. It is having a purpose. And, and I think that's really, really cool. And having that be an aspect of, in a way, you've, you've with this, you know, you, you put yourself on the hook in many ways, you know, for, for the sake of your own self of just like showing up and having something to prepare and and it can it can go very a variety of different ways, like either from the sake of like, is it about writing new songs every week or just like sharing new songs or or just n new ways of connecting the dots? Because they're not always new songs that you're sharing. Right. Sometimes you you've brought ones back, but you're, it's kind of like the context of that day seemed to make sense or it just felt right or somebody people are requesting stuff. You know, it, it's been so cool to see all these things happen for you in terms of your engagement that way so i'm kind of curious how has that evolved for you in terms of like did you first see it as as a way to like write a new song to have something to share or like what made you choose what you were sharing for the for the first stretches of this oh that's a, that's such a good question so in the beginning i i think i was just picking songs i had released mm -hmm. and sharing them and i started going through them and that's why i said i i had to actually set up a a chart so I could know what songs I'd shared and how many times, because now I've shared 99 times. You don't want to just keep pulling that same song out, except one song keeps coming up because it's a friend's favorite. But um, so in the beginning, I was just sharing songs that I had released, but I had never had the courage to sing myself because of course I don't think of myself as a singer. And I, until I got maybe the last year, I didn't really think of myself as a songwriter either, but I had this nagging feeling since I was very young that I wanted to be in music and I wanted to write songs. And I had put it aside for 30 years. And so 
when I finally burst out with these release songs, I think there were nine of them. And then I started Music Monday. I thought, I want to share the songs from my perspective, you know, say some words about what the songs were about from my perspective. And then we started working on our, our mentorship classes. And we start, I was in a program, the 6FS program, where we were writing specific songs. And I started sharing some of those. Mm-hmm. And then I realized it is a great motivator to finish the song, to have to deliver it and share it with people. And it's also, if it's not ready, if I'm just doing it very roughly, it's a great great motivation to go back and improve it so that I can share it again and you can see the difference. So it started out without intention because it was just kind of the birthday challenge. But I think as it evolved, when I'm writing new songs now, I think, oh, will this be ready for Music Monday? So with the Mother's Day song, I thought, oh, this one will be ready. And then I think, honestly, the last two weeks, I shared Teacup Challenge songs as well. Mm-hmm. And so, and one of them, it, I think it just had a drum track. And the other, I just grabbed a loop off of Logic for the, for the music. And, but it just has to get to a certain level. And then I can share it. Or as you challenged me to go outside and take it away from my instruments, sometimes it doesn't even have to have instrumental versions. It's just a cappella. So um, I think that's answering the question. So the question is mm. whether Music Monday serves as a motivation for me writing songs. It does. It, it, it keeps me accountable. And I know we're on a podcast because we can't see it, but I show you, I've just got this binder that is a three-inch binder that is filled with songs and I'm a little bit excited when I don't have a brand new one because I dive in there I find something I like and then I try and get it ready for music monday and yeah would I do that without music monday I don't know I don't know I don't think so maybe (laughs) well you touched on lots of cool things there and I think one part of it too is is the revision process as well you know it's like sometimes when we and I was like this for a while I would write a song there and I wouldn't really go back to it. I would kind of just leave it as it was. And that's just kind of the way I got used to singing it. And the more you do that, the more it feels normal. And that's just the way it is. And there's no changing it. But but you're right. I think there's something really cool about continual sharing and continual revisiting it and just working out the kinks. And like that's something that we don't often talk about in terms of like how many times does it kind of take to go back to a song, you know, to to feel like it's got to the stage that you want you know, to help it grow. Um, I know now, like I, I do that. I go back and forth several times with the song, but not too many. I guess there's like an upper limit as well, where it's just like you could constantly be going back to it forever and for always and never share the thing, you know, um, publicly. But sharing, well, I don't know. This is just it opens up a, a neat concept of sharing. Like, how is your perspective on on what you share and when you share changed? Um, well, how has it changed? I think that, uh, well, I think in the beginning when I had fewer songs, I was more grasping for what to share. Mm-hmm. And now I have lots of options. Right. So it's almost, it's almost like opening a gift to myself where I like, don't usually go back in my other songs, but let's say I don't have something for Music Monday. Then I go back and I start looking at the songs and I think, oh, I forgot about this one. I really like this one. Or, 
you know, no, this one, this one needs a lot of work before it'd be ready. And so it's really coming back a little to what you said about the revision process, which you made me think of an interesting thing. Maybe the third song that I wrote after I started adding um, keyboard to my songs was a song called Put It On. And I, I shared it early on with Music Monday. I never did anything with it. There was something about it that was just nagging me and I didn't love it. But I wanted to share it for Music Monday and the music wasn't there. And I started changing up the music and we actually released, it's released now, completely different melody. But if I hadn't wanted to reshare it and thought, oh, like I just need more rhythm. It needs to be a little faster. It never would have been released. And I got to work with new people to get it released, a new vocalist. And so it was a great situation. But I, I think it's interesting you said that about going back to songs because you can just write it and leave it. Mm-hmm. But if you're writing quickly, and, and if you write like I do, some people write, with, they have the music first and they add the lyrics, but I always have the lyrics first and then add the music. Um, depending on how you do it, you just get a whole bunch of stuff that's going to go nowhere unless you go back. Right. So, so I said, that's fascinating to me. I hadn't, I hadn't until just right now thought of how that song evolved and why it evolved. So thank you. That's kind of fun to think about. <laughs> Yeah, I've been in a bit of process of that myself these last uh, this last month. There's actually there's two songs of three that I'm I'm been working on are ones that I've been sitting on for a long time, and it's just felt good to finally to go back and and renovate them and actually just do the things that they needed. Uh, but yeah, it's like two to four years for some of these songs that I've just been sitting on that. Sometimes it, I don't know. Some some songs take more life to be lived. I think before you're like ready to kind of like either do uh, release it or share it in some way, or it's a matter of just finding the right sounds and skills to be able to like bring it to life in the way that you want to, or maybe a piece of knowledge. I know that happened with me in the last couple of songs. It's like it was it was more sound sound based that actually really triggered me, being like, ah, okay, I can actually now go do this one. It's funny. And like bizarre, but actually, when I'm t- speaking of just sharing, this is a question I'm just asking everybody now because I find it such an interesting question: is when you're writing, like when you're actually writing for yourself or for whatever means, like, do you have a line of that you know, like that is a certain boundary of which you won't share something, like in a, and as like as far as a topic or like how to say this better. It was like, have you ever written a song that was almost more like therapeutic for yourself that just needed to be written that you never shared with anybody? Um, well, wow, that is a deep question. So the answer to that is absolutely yes. I have probably 10 to 20 of those songs. Mm. And in certain cases, they were written for a very specific personal situation mm-hmm. or about a specific person and people who know me would know that that song was for that person. And it might be, you know, a very private subject. I'm thinking, you know, people that you've had relationships in the past with, or my mom, when she had her stroke, I wrote a song really while she was in recovery. And it was just, maybe I would share that one sometime, but it was just so personal to me and it was therapeutic for me to to put everything that she was going through in a certain framework 
and and my early songs i probably shouldn't have released some of them because looking back they're not really singable because they don't they follow the rules of a therapeutic song not so much a release it song but i was kind of new to understanding that there was even a difference mm -hmm. but i do i do have songs that i've written and some of them i love bits and fragments of but the whole song as you know together it just doesn't feel like it would be uplifting or meaningful to to other people and maybe it would be but i don't know so but it, I, I didn't i never really thought about that but in the beginning of my red binder are all the songs that i'm not doing anything with i call them not to be produced right versus not sure and i also have songs that i wrote in college and law school that i one of them i did it's called the spirit and i did release it but all my early songs i haven't done anything with so hmm. i have quite a catalog that i've typed up now that were written <laughs> on runs <laughs> you know just I'd, I'd go out on a run come back and i'd have a song and back then i i kind of believed that songs fell in from the sky right and i just would be doing something all of a sudden a song idea would come to me i love writing to prompts now because i get some really great ideas I don't have to wait. I can just write more often. And if you're just waiting for a delivery of a song on a wing and a prayer, you know, might, you might might be a month between when you write a song. And I just, but until you, until I worked with you, I didn't know I could write on demand. You know, I just didn't. I mean, who would know? It's not like I went to songwriting school. I just started writing, and so um, so that's been a good lesson. And some of my very favorite songs have come from prompts that were only in small ways related to what I ended up writing about. Right. So, yeah, that was, I'm going to have to think about that line, the share, don't share line. Because when I decided not to share, I didn't have Music Monday. Mm -hmm. I haven't written anything since the, in the last two years that has been one of those can't share songs or mm -hmm. don't think I can share. Do you have any? Well, to be honest, the ones the ones that I've been releasing this last that I just did this week uh, it was one of those ones that I kind of felt was a bit too too difficult. Uh, I think even in the writing of it was really really challenging at the time. And actually, it's a I've been sharing this story a little bit more often in terms of like the impact that this song had on me because it's the only time I can say in my life since I started writing songs that I felt I had a block or something that wasn't, was stuck. So, and the weird thing about it, it was just like the topic of the song was just difficult, painful, felt really hard to move through. And I didn't really understand so much uh, of what I was really trying to say and just like the emotions I was trying to process. So I kind of got to a point with the song and I just stopped writing it. I just left it because I'm like, I didn't want to, spend more time there emotionally is that that star is, is yeah. that or, that song was so moving i loved that song thanks but it was it held it really got me stuck because I, I actually tried to move away from it and tried to write other songs and i actually just couldn't for about four months which was crazy for me because i and at that time was writing a lot fairly regularly and couldn't do it. So anyway, I that summer, I signed myself up for a, a, like a songwriting workshop with one of like my 
kind of hero mentors ended up being like a, a guy who's his name is David Francie, who I've been to a number of his workshops and he's just become a friend. But um, he was going to be doing a workshop up at this um, small town festival type of thing that was about a 10 hour drive away from where I was. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to go to that workshop and just focus on trying to finish that one song because like I didn't I didn't think I could do it on my own. So going to that workshop was really great because there was about 20 some odd songwriters in this group. And I remember being kind of terrified to share this song and just like share it with everybody where it was and then and then use it that week. And if that's the only thing I did that entire week, then I think that was going to be a big success for me. So thankfully, yeah, just with that support and just being able to bounce the idea off of other people, it just jarred some things loose and it got going again. And yeah, I was able, I was able to finish it. And like once I literally, once I finished it, it was like, boom, all these other songs started coming again. Oh, and then it took a while for you to release it. Yeah, mainly because uh, the, the topic of it, and this is the, the, maybe this is something that you've found too, is like, depending whatever you share invites like a reciprocal topical response. So, you know, it's like, like you did the other day when you shared about Mother's Day and speaking about moms, it's like it kind of stirred up some stuff for some people and enough to share their stories. And I think that's, it's a powerful and amazing thing about song, the sharing of a song, because it all of a sudden now puts an idea out there that people can connect to and feel for themselves, but also it kind of unlocks something that triggers them to share too. Uh, about a similar experience or some something that is in that ballpark or something that they reminded. It's just this cool thing that happens, I think, between human beings in reaction to a song. And so that that's the song that star deals with suicide. And it was something that I I shared a couple of times and literally only twice and both times I shared it, I didn't say anything about the story of the song because I didn't actually really feel like I I could do it without breaking down on stage, but it uh, both times that I did that, I had several people just like not not in one go, but just kind of on their own time approach me after uh, one of the times I did it an open mic and they shared like their experiences with either trying um, and and somehow, you know, luckily they survived. And then that just to be able to say like what how their life changed as a result of that. Um, other people who are like really close friends that I, I had no idea would just like come up and just share like, oh yeah, I, this was how this almost happened for me too. And like in a, in a very minimal dosage of, of sharing that song, I got way more story. It was a shock to me in a way that I was like, not ready i didn't realize it but i wasn't really ready to feel that because i i guess i didn't understand it enough to talk about it to kind of hold space for that and and that scared me i guess i kind of felt like i just like i feel like i need if i'm going to play this i need to be in a place where i can handle that um and i wasn't so that was a, a big learning curve for me um I guess of just trying to understand the topic in, in a way that I could be helpful. And that's that was kind of my goal with that song or writing that song is to try to acknowledge the reality of of what happens for people and like how much how much of it is so hard to see 
and sometimes you may never know, but sometimes you do, you know, sometimes you can see the things and it's really a lot more about continuous action, I think, of like, I think then that's one other thing that doesn't get talked about a lot is the long term uh, behavior and way that we interact with each other of like continuously kind of checking in, continuously being welcoming, you know, continuously uh, for ourselves, you know, like kind of relieving pressure, like just uh, taking the the weight off. Yeah, it's a it's a big one. It's one of the biggest ones is a theme that I've had a hard time with. So it took a lot of years to feel like, okay, I think I can, I can do this. And I, when I released it the other day, I referred to my uh, friend, Kim Gucci, who's an amazing uh, singer songwriter and just storyteller and all things magical kind of human being. She, she was one of the first people to hear me play this song at that workshop. And, uh, she said, like, she's like, you know, every time you share, you heal. Yeah, I, that that's, I think that is so true. And what's interesting for me about this, this song that you just released is that when I listened to it the first time, I didn't have any background on mm -hmm. what it really was about other than what you wrote, you know, on social media. And I listened to it the first time, I thought, wow. And I listened to it a second time and I thought, wow, but there's something about the way you covered such a, a deep and, and um, difficult topic that made it accessible, if that makes sense. And I, w I was listening to it and then I went to do a little bit of work and I realized it was playing through again because I hadn't shut it off. And I just let it play through again. And it was like I listened to it like four or five times by the end, but I thought it is that song, I think, is going to have just a continuing, like a snowball effect, but a, I think it's going to impact people and open conversations for them because some, some songs on that topic are so deep that you, you listen to them and you end up in a, in a ball of tears. Mm -hmm. But there's something about that one that I could listen to it and I could feel it all, but I could still, um, I could process it. I don't know, this might sound like jumbled, but I haven't ever thought about this because it just happened. But it's just, I, I'm so glad that you released that because it's such an important topic. But it's also interesting to appreciate that you need to be able to take everybody giving back after they listen and sharing their stories. And if you're not in the place, then it's, it's just, you birth this song and, and it, it probably doesn't know where to go. Where do people go? They listen to it and they don't have you to come back and talk to about it. I think, I think that was probably a really smart thing to know you just needed more time before you set it free. Yeah, well, that's hence that question. Uh, Kate Battersby asked this question about like the where's the person aligned thing, and I, I, I really, I've been sitting with it too. This this song pushed that boundary for me because again, it's just like, well, I think the main part of why I didn't share it for a long time, and because of all of this, like we just shared, but like there was a huge discomfort for me, you know, of like in terms of that topic being so difficult that I think there's a there's a caution or a fear like a fear that you don't want to put people in that space you don't want people to feel bad or awful or like you don't want to cause pain and and it's a it's a tricky one sometimes you know because it's just like the the idea that the song can will 
you know, or depending on you can't always control people's experience or like you never can. It's like it's up to whatever they're going to get from it. But the fact that it, it might be causing of a really difficult sequence of events or of, of like a feeling of a, a deep, dark emotion um, or grieving. Again, I was like, I wasn't sure if that's what I wanted to induce in people with with my music or like certain songs. But, you know, it's like realizing, too, that why do we treat those kinds of emotions differently than joy, you know, or like other ones that we typically are like all, always celebrating and think that's just the way we got to be all the time. I know why we do it because no one wants to feel bad and no one wants to feel pain. But as you were talking, I thought that's the reason you release it is because for people who have stuffed things down and believe me, I am a, an expert stuff all my feelings in a box and hide it away person is that music is the thing that set me free and really allowed me to explore those hard places. I didn't, nothing else worked but music to get that stuff out and to process it. So while you say you don't want to cause people to feel pain, my, my um, intuition would tell me that they're already feeling it. They're just not able to express it and let it out. And so that song is um, a little step stool to help them get that out and process it in a healthy way. Because they just need to feel the pain and then they can find ways to move past it. But if you just shove it down, it's there and you don't even realize it maybe for 10, 20 or 30 years, you know? And so mm -hmm. that's interest. That's an interesting thing, but maybe an argument to feel a little bit more free to share some topics that are hard in the, in the hopes that it will help people who are struggling with those hard things. Well, I think I remember, yeah. Well, the way that you frame that is really a big, that's a big gold nugget right there of they're already feeling this. You know, and like this may actually or like it's already under the surface like this, this may help them move through that. And I think that's a big distinction of feeling like you're a cause versus you're a help. Yes. But thanks for saying that. That's a really good point. Hmm. But yeah, and that, that in a sense is was part of my challenge to myself this year at the beginning of the year, just to like look at. These song, I had a few of these songs in mind for like putting out a new album or the idea of a new album or something like that. Just more recordings for myself this year. And like I thought, well, why not? Why not start with the most challenging, difficult ones for me? You know, like if I can move through those and get those out of the way, you know, and not just to say push them aside, but really just to like hit hit the hardest stuff for me first. Then then the other stuff, I think, will just gain momentum and feel easier along the way and actually just have a lot more power behind it because it's like the major foundation roadblocks there have been have been shared. Well, it's nice for me to know that you not only challenge all of us, but you challenge yourself, too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it works on you, too, which is kind of interesting. But yeah, it's almost like you get the hardest out of the way and then it's what the green lights. Matthew McConaughey green lights after that you just get it done um I like that well that's one thing too is like running a podcast or running workshops for all these different years it's like as whenever I can I try to always be practicing those things too and to be able to like to not lose that to not just like stop doing that and say oh back in whatever the year was this happened but it's like it keeps showing up for everybody differently and I think it's really cool that you all push me too to like see different ways of of doing things and just keep keeping the relevant conversations of like how songwriting can be used and shared and like 
So, and that that's kind of a neat maybe segue to go to like how you've used it with with your class. Like, could you tell us a little bit about like your the Down Syndrome Foundation and some stuff? Oh, doing there? yes. So, I just had this idea that it would be neat to give a voice to the students who are in the class because when we get into class, so this is just for those who don't know, which is going to be most people listening. We do a, a two hour educational class once a week and we call it adventures into independence. But really the idea is to um, continue working on reading instruction and comprehension and communication skills, but also to build some of those skills so that you can have lots of choices and as an adult and, and, and share your voice, right? Because for people with speech and language issues, it's sometimes a challenge. And so I had the idea to start working on them on a song that they created. And, and then actually after talking to you and talking to our class, it evolved quite a bit. And we ended up taking a song that I had written and adapting it and then having them sing on it. And I'll tell you almost every week, someone says, when are we doing our next song? They loved it. And well, what I was gonna say is when we come in for the first 10 minutes, everyone gets to pick music and we play their music. At the end of it, we do music, we do dance party break. So music is already a big part of the class, but it was not any music that they were generating. Mm -hmm. So I just put aside, it's right over here, put aside a note that I had written where they will come up with, with more of the lyrics. Because in this idea, they came up with lyrics about a volunteer who we work with, who we really care about, who was going through a tough time. Mm -hmm. And it was super meaningful for the volunteer to have them involved in a way because they came up with the ideas. I, I did a video recording of them. I went around the classroom and everybody said some words about Zach. And then we took those and turned them into the course. I mean, not the, the it was actually the verses of the song. And it was, it was just watching his reaction and seeing how excited they were to share the song. It was, there was really nothing like it that I had experienced with the students because it was just like we were all in the same space at the exact same time trying to uplift somebody. And so we are going to be doing more of that probably in February. And, and I think you really encouraged me to go forward with it because I, I wasn't sure I quite had the skill to do it. And then you did the mixed it and made it all work. I don't know how you did that. I still have to learn that. But it is something that they are very proud of. And so that was a great experience. Hmm. Well, that's I'm, I'm I was super pumped to like just throw that your way because and I know like the group, the um, I was in the share songs you love group. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone like really pitched in some great thoughts of like how to how to work with that but it, i had that experience once before with a uh, a group called uh, rask which was like uh, this in close to vancouver there there's a a homeless leadership program that was going on and a, a woman that i knew was running this program and she invited me to come in one day to teach them a song just to play a song and so we could sing along as a way to start their meetings and and all of these people had previously been homeless and were taking leadership classes to advocate on behalf of leader uh homeless communities and just to, to pitch to government some ideas and things that would help help to improve the situations for people who are in those conditions so anyway i end up going in there thinking okay i'm just gonna teach them the song and we're gonna sing it along 
And then someone said something after we'd gone through it a couple of times. Like they, they they suggested like a different lyric, you know, like it was a song of mine and uh, the song called Stronger Together. And it's like the whole song is just like talking about like all these scenarios. It's like like links in a steel chain. We're stronger together, like muscles in the body, you know, like it, the whole song is just like that. And all these different ways that it there's examples. And so someone made made some comment about, oh, like this and this and this, like in, in particular to their situation of like of having a homeless experience and we, everyone just kind of like stopped and and some of the other facilitators there were like well okay well why don't we get everybody like <laughs> writing their own things for this so all of a sudden it just kind of went and everyone's writing their own personal ideas of what stronger together means and yeah then it ended up just being this thing we shared we like totally chucked out all my lyrics <laughs> other than the chorus and uh and then I was singing along and then everyone, you know, we wrote them up on like a projector board or something so everyone could see. And then I was playing and then everyone got to sing this. So all of a sudden it's just like in real time, this thing is happening and and they're really excited because it's their words and their life and in that in that concept. So <laughs> that sounds so wonderful. And, well, and it, yeah, that sounds cool. Well, like you did, too. It's just like what they started doing then is they started then performing that song when they would go to like civic events and, and they would share that from their point of view. And it just gave them this tool that gave an expression for another in another method. So, and like yours, like your song, life's brighter, you know, that that's the, it has, there's a very similar stronger together and life's brighter, very similar in their structural kind of bits, you know, and like, it was really neat to see, that go through the way you did it and that not only you got to do it with the kids in the class but that it actually had an application like a really meaningful application for somebody within the organization to receive something like this and receive that like appreciation and gratitude and love really just when when it was really needed so yeah that um i i really can't replicate how meaningful it was to kind of see zach's reaction to it and we, we did it through twice because the first time it was all new and the kids had the lyrics. So they sang the whole song for him. And it was it was just one of the most touching moments. And so I've tried a little bit to ask individual people, what do you want to hear? You know, what's a song you want to hear? And sometimes I'll get reactions and I'll get like my sister just gave me a song prompt. So I'll maybe I'll have something to share on a future Music Monday. But a lot of times people don't respond. Or they say, I'm still thinking about what prompt to give you. And I think, I wonder why it's so hard to think of it. It's just whether there's just so much music out there. Because I thought it would be, you know, I really want to hear something about forgiveness or about, you know, it could be anything, you know, skiing, whatever it is. And I, I'm a little bit surprised that when I say, hey, I want to write a song for you. What's a topic you'd like that it's really is a challenge for people to come up with a a topic because I think it would be so fun to write a song for just pretty much anyone who says I want a song on this topic and then I'll say okay whatever whatever it might be you know mm -hmm. something outside of myself it would be a fun challenge well you know it's something that's fun to play with and this sometimes it might just be the terminology and narrowing the field because the terminology for one especially for those who don't typically have never written a song don't think of themselves as musical to mm -hmm. kind of think about anything to do with the creation of a song and have that be in their in their realm or in their their ball court there is 
hard to to pin because they're just like I'm not a songwriter. I don't know anything about songs. Like, what am I going to suggest? And so, like, I've I've had that conversation with some people. And then if you can change, if you change it, like sometimes just to say, like, well, is there a, is there a message or is there like a quote or a line or something that you would love to just like see every day or like hear every day? That would be helpful. I like that. Something of like something. taking taking the song terminology out of it, that this is what it's going to be. It, it imposes sometimes for some, not everybody, but some people like an expectation that it has to be something that's out of their realm of possibility. That's a great point. So it yes. might be kind of fun to do or or like, again, like if you have a, a certain kind of a of a of a theme. Uh, what's the word parameter? So like you know what what's something that what's something that you'd love to hear or as a message that would make you feel better right you know, like there's a certain kind of realm that that narrows down it could be uh, in terms of everything or you know it could be the opposite it's like what's something you'd love to like that makes you laugh like what's something that's just like a message that you makes you laugh or is there a phrase or something that is it would be helpful for you to hear like when you're feeling kind of down and crappy like is there is there something that just lets you relax breathe cry <laughs> you know like it you might find that you you get more responses or you might find that you get more detailed responses and quicker responses i'm going to try that i will try that i'll let you know how it goes Maybe, I, maybe I'm putting too much pressure on people. It's not, it's not a pressure necessarily. It's just uh, sometimes it's just it's too many options. It's hard, it's oh. hard, it's hard to pull, pull one thing from all the possible options that could be. I've, I've done that lots of times and I'm like, no one's responding to anything here. But I've, generally it's because it tend to make things too broad. Yes, I can see that. It's like the menu at Chili's versus In-N-Out. You know, you got six <laughs> items, you've got 150 items. <laughs> what am I going to eat? <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> That's a great example. <laughs> I struggle. I struggle with big menus. Um, no, I like that. I like that. Well, coming up to, uh, yeah. So, uh, so coming up to Monday here, is there anything you want to, is it going to be some surprises? Or are you going to, is there anything that we can, Listeners that are here can can check out or like I know a lot. There's lots of people on here that do know you, so I'm I curious know. if um, what uh, what's coming or if there's anything that you can share if you want it to be a surprise. Oh no, it doesn't have to be a surprise. It'll be a surprise to me if anyone. But <laughs> I, after you and I chatted and I shared on well, just yesterday I shared yesterday that I was considering going live. I have people asking me what time mm. and. Cinder said she would help me set it up and create an event. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. But it, it's growing some legs. And that makes me so nervous. But see, I'm fanning myself. But I think I have to do it live because otherwise it's just an ordinary Music Monday. It has to, I have to do something different for 100. I think I owe it to myself. And so I, I thought about it this morning because the conversations, a lot of them happened between last night and this morning. And mm -hmm. I thought, oh, I can do it live because what's the worst thing that happens? Wait, I sing off key. Done that already. Forget words. Done that already. 
talk too much. Wait, done that already. So there's really nothing that can happen that I haven't already faced and lived through. Amazing. So <laughs> fantastic. Well, I think that's yeah. great. I think that's a really feels right to me. Feels like a, a perfect way to to keep keep trying that. And that's what the spirit of it was in the first place, right? That is true. It is it, and I think that it is it's something that has become a part, so much a part of my week that if I was missing it, it would feel like that that part was empty. So mm. um, so yes, and, and then the, the bigger question is what happens after next Monday? I hit a hundred, then what? So we'll have to talk offline because you probably have ideas, but I think, is it business as usual? Or do we stay live? You know, how can we change it up? Because I don't want to get bored of myself. You know, I, I think I have to keep doing some little things so that I can keep growing what I'm doing. And so we'll, we'll, we'll have to chat and I'll have to ask people who tune in if they have ideas for yeah, future well, episodes. You know, I've, I've always got ideas, but um, there's why not, you know, why not in your live use that as a as a space to invite people's thoughts that way, too. You're assuming people are going to tune in live. No. <laughs> so yeah. I do consider go live, tell no one. That was an idea. <laughs> yeah, there's different levels. Live, go live and tell people. <laughs> go live and tell people ahead of time. <laughs> Three layers. <laughs> I know. No kidding. Oh, goodness gracious. Do you have a time? Uh, no, I don't have a time. <laughs> it was just yesterday. I was just committing. But if I was going to do a time... I would probably pick four, well, five o'clock or sometime that is relatively neutral for my East Coast friends because I have some dear friends that that tune in mm -hmm. from the East Coast and I wouldn't want to make it too late for them to participate. Okay. So, so is it, it's going to be four or five. Oh, goodness, you're making me commit. Yeah, and, I want this um, on my calendar. I don't want to miss this. Oh, God. <laughs> well, okay. What time works better for you? Either or both of those are good. All right, let's say five. Five it is. Oh snap. <laughs> You're impossible. I'm gonna have to revert to mean musical mentor Michael. <laughs> the magic is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it goes well, and then I'll bring magic back. <laughs> I think it's worth the risk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. All right. Music Mondays in my calendar. 5 p.m. Pacific people. I'm sweating already. <laughs> This is great. This is great. <laughs> Amazing. Cool. Well, thanks so much for, for coming and sharing about this journey. It's just been so fun to to watch you do that, to get to know you through that and through through all the awesomeness that you've you've done with your music and through the workshops and just how you how you support people too. Like I think just your energy in groups and how you bring people up and really see, you know, like you just see so much about the best in people and, and the way you communicate that is always so amazing in the group. So it's always a treat to have you in there and doing your thing. So this is just so exciting and I'm excited to to celebrate with you and, and to, yeah, for well, more and merry and awesomeness ahead. <laughs> well, thank you for those kind comments. And I have to say, if you're saying things that are so sweet is that I really cannot imagine the last two years without the structure that you have brought through the programs that I participate in. 
And I know you know that because people tell you, but I get to tell you right now in a captive way that I really would not be where I am with my songwriting if it weren't for your programs and your challenges. So I think you are just the very best and such an important part of my musical journey. So thank you. Hmm, such an honor. <laughs> Appreciate that. Awesome. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, relax because a week from now I'm gonna be so scared. <laughs> Six days from now. All right. Well, when this will go up, this is going up on Thursday, so it will be a few days from there. So yeah. Oh, exactly when we're recording this. Oh, exactly perfect. Well, six days away. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Cool. All right. Thank you. Right on. Yeah, you bet. So everyone who's there who knows Dana on Facebook, tune in 5 p.m. We're gonna give her some support. We're gonna. Or don't turn, don't tune in, and you can listen later. <laughs> <laughs> you always catch the replay. <laughs> Not this one. This one won't have a replay. No, I'm just kidding. Oh goodness. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Dana. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye. So that was Dana Halley, and she's just way too much fun to talk to. <laughs> just goes to show, you know, like what a what a great example she is of just being courageous to try something out of her comfort zone uh, to share something online or just to share in general just to share her music or creations and just follow where that leads from there and and that literally has led to her doing a hundred editions of showing up to share and as you heard you know you just all the cool things that have come as a result of that so maybe in the spirit of Dana on Monday if you're if you're looking around on Facebook, look up Dana Halle. Uh, but if you, yeah, if you if you don't see her on there, you don't see her projects. Is there something that you could do on Monday, in and around 5 p.m. Pacific or whenever you want, that is somewhat out of your comfort zone? That might be something you've wanted to try, but maybe put off for whatever reason. And uh, if you do that, then maybe maybe find Dana on. Facebook, or if you want to comment in the Facebook group, she's in there, the Write Songs You Love Facebook community, then uh, yeah, just celebrate with her or maybe tell her what you did if you go out of your way and, and try something new. <sighs> that was a really good talk. That was a blast. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And we got a, a really great episode coming up next week with someone who's uh, a master in the music licensing department, a good friend named Nat J. And uh, looking forward for you to hearing hearing that conversation. I'm going to leave you with the finished version of, of that song called That Star that I just released this week. And as always, appreciate everybody listening. Look out for each other and take care of yourselves. We'll talk to you next time. When a star is born, the only thing it knows is how to shine. And all it ever desires is to find a place among the others to share its light.
As that star grows older It strives to be brighter and bolder Maybe one day it'll join the constellation And be a part of galactic civilization But sometimes celestial pressure's too much Cause a star to fall Lose orbit and all its trust It slips into the darkness And gets cold when it's had enough And that star starts thinking and giving up Gravity of loneliness pulls heavy An event arises, no light can escape The furthest stars are the ones trying hardest to be seen And with the final flare that star spends the last of its energy Burning low Next time you see a star Drifting off in space alone Let it know That it still shines Make it known That it has space to share its light And that it has a place among the others In the sky Let it know it shines